Hi guys. Apparently we're recording. <laughs> like, um, welcome back. Welcome to the next episode of Wayward Dragon Reviews. Yes. Yeah. Welcome. Um, welcome. This is a kind of a side thing that from our regular podcast where we just kind of talk about what things we've read, watched, games we've played, and so on and so forth, and do all of our little witty bullshit rant, uh, ranting and banter. Yes. That way, you know, we don't <laughs> bog down our other episode. Yes, the other episode's meat potatoes. So, uh, I'm Johnny. And I'm Kelsey. And I have a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm not just doing impersonations here. That would be awesome if you could. That would be amazing. Yeah, I, I'm not even going to attempt it. <laughs> when I was younger, I could do voices. Not so much now that I'm older. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I've read... This is not up to date correctly. What's what like, is going on here? I just finished my fourth one, not too long before we uh, like, started I did five, this. but they're not all registering on Goodreads. I've had that problem where I've had to go back and redo like the whole "I'm reading it" thing because for some reason it doesn't stick. There I've had it that goes. happen it before. Just, it wasn't showing up in red order for some reason. So yeah, I did five books. (laughs) It's like I did four. Yay. Because I'm a gangster. Yeah. Yeah, you are. No. uh, (laughs) So I, and I've talked about these books before, uh, but I read book four, three, four, and five of the Caiaphas Cain book series, which is a book series that delves it, or that's, Takes place in the Warhammer 40k universe. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that is a game that's like an, a war game tabletop where you have a bunch of minis and you battle them against each other and they're ridiculously expensive for pieces of plastic. Oh, um, yeah. I do, not play, I do not play the game personally. I do not have that kind of money. I know. Uh, but I do love painting minis and, you know. I love the lore that is built within the universe that it is in. It's very interesting. And the, you know, the humans in it, a lot of them are very much a satirical take on the military industrial complex. Okay. So especially like the, you know, the main character in the book series, he's a complete chicken, and literally, he's like a high-ranking military official, even though he's technically <laughs> outside of the cha- chain of command. And he's constantly like, "Well, shit, I'm only going to do this if it's going to save my own life, but I'm going to try to get out of here." And so he's constantly <laughs> just trying to do well by himself and make sure he's safe. And then things just happen to fall into place to where he actually helps them win wars or win battles because of dumb luck. That's fantastic. And uh, it's really cool how they do, because now we listen to those on Audible, and it's really cool how they do it, because the books themselves are told from a uh, different perspective, I'd say. So it's basically what it is, is the overall of the book is his 
audio file recordings, like his personal recordings after he's died. They've like turned them into, you know, things to teach other people. Okay. And someone he's interacted with through the series is the one giving the like commentary. And so she's like, you know, he says this, but he couldn't have known this in the time period that it was going on. So it would have had to have been hindsight or, you know, retrospect looking over it or, he doesn't know what he's talking about or, you know, <laughs> this isn't exactly true through like the whole thing. So it's, it's really funny. Cause she's just like, yeah, he's full of shit. <laughs> like he's just making this up. So, so, so it's that, so that's really entertaining. Uh, that's funny. You know, you've got like different space aliens, which are like fantasy races. You've got like one group that's the like goblins and uh, orcs kind of work together. Okay. Uh, and all of that fun stuff. You've got weird insectoid creatures. Nice. Gross. Yeah. So that's <laughs> one of or that's five of the five. That's three of the five books I read. Yeah, what's the other two? And really, it's really messing with me because it's ep- or it's episode. It's books three, four, and five. Uh, the other two books I read <laughs> are the first two books and the only two books out. For the Bloodsworn Saga, which, holy shit, third one needs to come out. <laughs> so, to give kind of a, because I'm in like a group chat with a bunch of people. It's like basically like an online uh, book club type sharing book thing that I have with other people from Dragon Con. Yeah. And... Uh, so I'll kind of read the little blurb that I put in there. Uh, they call this the Age of Peace since all the gods are dead. But given the carnage that lay before us, I would beg to differ. Okay. Uh, so the two... I recently finished both The Shadow of the Gods and The Hunger of the Gods, which are the first and second series of the Bloodsworn Saga by John Gwyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third book isn't finished yet there's no release date or name i'm sure i'll have something to do with the gods yeah he's shooting for it to be a trilogy that'd be nice uh minor spoiler for the book so the time period the book takes place are approximately 300 years after a great battle between the gods when most of them were killed off or believed to be killed uh it is believed that the final god in existence is a dragon who is locked away by the, and kept guard by the children of two of the other gods. Uh, in this world exists those who have the blood of gods running through them. Okay. These individuals are typically taken as thralls or slaves, and a lot of them are forced into military service. There's a number of different slaves uh, or thralls. Just because you are a thrall doesn't mean you have a blood in you um typically it's you know you will get hunted down and forced into being a thrall if you were found to have this blood in you okay like i said not all thralls have this ability one of these slaves or rather a former slave for narrative purposes okay uh seeks to find out what happened to his sister who he believes is dead after she was sold prior uh, to him becoming free. Okay. So he's trying to figure out what happens to her. And he, like I said, he believes she's dead. Uh, 
So there are certain individuals who have the ability to see. Uh, <laughs> Just watch your mind yeah, go see, blank. <laughs> yeah. No. Sorry. Yeah. It's it's been a long day. Oh, I know. I get um. It. So the ability to see like what's happened to people when they went to die. So he's you know searching for one of these people, and then he finds out that there's a group of mercenaries. Okay. Um, who happens to have one of these individuals among their ranks holding a competition because they're looking for a new member. So he's like, hey, I'm going to go up and ask them if I can use theirs, their person. And come to find out, you can only have access, she, uh, she will only look for or do any services if you remember this mercenary group. Okay. So then he has to compete... Get in. Uh, against one of the fiercest members of the group who goes by the name of Half Troll. No, he's not a half troll. He's just really freaking big. Yeah. To prove his mettle to gain access to the witch in an attempt to find his sister. Uh, he ends up being being brought in as part of this group and working as a hired soldier, which ends up working to fight against a grave terror. That is on the rise to take over the land. So that is minor spoilers. There is a lot more to the book. Yeah. Um, or books rather. Really freaking awesome. Amazing world building. Uh, very unique in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And while. You know it's me. And I can deduce a number <laughs> of things. And it pisses people off. Because things are very. Obvious to me. With little. Hints. I mean. I'm the guy who, when I watched Scooby-Doo as a kid, I could tell you who the killer was going to be. Yeah. Like, way before the end of this show. Yeah. So then that's just, that's how my brain works. There's, like, little subtle nuances and stuff that make sense. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's, you know, with the exception of that, good read, good book, or books, rather. Highly recommend both of them. Uh, Again, that's Shadow of the Gods and Hunger of the Gods. By okay. John Gwyn? Gwyn? I think it's Gwyn. G W Y N N E. Gwyn? Gwyn? I don't know. Weird fucking last names, guys. I know. Trust me. Anyways, what have you been reading? <laughs> so, I've been continuing the Pendergast series by Douglas Preston and Lincoln Child. My dad recommended this series to me years ago because he he has read them. Um, so I finished The Cabinet of Curiosities. That one takes place in New York. And basically, it's, it's obviously about the history of Cabinets of Curiosities. Um, and those who don't know, before we had museums, people had private collections um, of artifacts and they would you would pay to go tour their house full of curiosities and eventually they got um basically bought by what would later become museums um and this one cabinet of curiosities supposedly burnt down and the person who owned the cabinet of curiosities back in the 1800s was 
trying to figure out kind of like a immortal elixir type thing um but also the destruction of the human race he felt that we all needed to die and he was going to help us find that um and then he lived i'm not gonna spoil it because it's actually it comes out of left field um like the the pentagast series a lot of it comes out of left field like comes out of left field um and then the next one i read was still life with crows that one was messed up so basically this takes place in arkansas oklahoma texas down there somewhere and these killings start happening and they're really weird like this man is like found in a field and around him are 24 crows on on arrowheads indian arrowheads and like 1800s indian arrowheads and then another person comes up dead and they look like they've been buttered and sugared and then the next one is full of like the um there's a snake and a dog tail sewn up into a stomach like a live snake so you can see the snake moving um this one i am going to spoil because it it's basically you find out that this woman in town got pregnant in the 60s and her dad made her give birth and keep the child in the cave system below their house that his dad used to run moonshine and so this child had had no interaction with anyone for 50 years so it's like a psychopath like like psychopath like because there's no morals there's nothing nothing's there and you find out that he eventually gets contact with the human world and he doesn't know how to um interact because the only person he's ever interacted with has been his mom and he's killing people because he doesn't know anything better and you find out at the very end that he's killing people in the way to the nursery rhymes that she reads him which is all sorts of fucked up um i don't know if uh yeah it's from a psychological standpoint i have (laughs) a lot of questions on that like it but yeah yeah it was weird because like he was nearly blind because he's been living in a dark cave his whole life and he's all like hunched over because of the cave and he's really strong because he's had to climb everywhere because he's lived in a cave system and he's really quiet because of that. Yeah, it it was all sorts of mind messing. Um, and then then I read Death and the Conjurer by Tom Mead. That one is an absolute delight to read. 
it's it's one of those cozy mysteries but the one of the things i appreciated at the end because it's kind of like a sherlock holmes vibe type thing um when you get to the end and he's kind of like spewing because it's it's the impossible murder someone dies in a closed room the room is locked how did they die how did they get murdered like how how does that happen um and at the end one of the things i appreciated is as he's telling all these people like how this has happened there's asterisks at the bottom that tells you where to go back in the story to get the clue that he's talking about oh that's pretty cool so i thought that was actually kind of good like it's definitely a cozy mystery but like the asterisks and stuff at the bottom at the end that was actually kind of cool like but yeah it's it's an impossible murder in 1800s psychiatrist dies in england um and like his throat is slit in a locked room and this conjurer magician is called on by the scotland yard to figure out how it happened so it's all the mystery that goes in with that and it it was actually kind of cool to like read that strikes back um and then right before we started this i finished the pale blue eye by lewis bygard all i gotta say is i'm gonna be real fucking pissed if this netflix movie does not do this justice I'm, well, I'm, I'm know I'm going to be a little bit mad because it's not, it's not going to be exact, but the twists and the turns at the end, I'm going to be real upset if this does not kind of pan out like the book. As we all know, <laughs> like Netflix is very hit or miss. I know. That's why I'm like, I'm going to be real mad if this is a miss. So, you've got Christian Bale, who plays um, Constable Leonard or something like that. And then you've got the gentleman who played Dursley in Harry Potter, plays Edgar Allan Poe. And basically, it's kind of a story of... It's not factual. None of this is based in fact, except for the fact that, yes, Edgar Allan Poe did go to West Point. Yes, He did get himself kicked out. That's the only point part of that story that's actually true. Like towards the end when he kicks himself out. Um, But basically a a cadet at West Point is found dead. He's found hanging from a tree, but he's still in the sitting position. And later on his body gets stolen and his heart gets cut out. And then another cadet goes missing and is found dead and then another cadet goes missing and i'm not going to spoil it for people because of the netflix movie um the 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 person who done it you'd never you think that like when you get to the end like that's it there's no more like shit that comes out of that field there's more shit out here (laughs) like 
it i'm very interested to watch the movie to see how this goes because it yeah the ending comes out of left field and i'm gonna be real fucking pissed if it doesn't like kind of come out that way a little bit like there's stuff with his daughter that comes up that you don't realize and you you have to always when you watch this movie you have to constantly think about the time that it's in like this is a heavy christian era right when this movie is like the time frame and women could not be promiscuous so and even then um it's good it was a good book like because you think with like the occult undertone because this girl the occult undertone is this girl is having seizures in halfway a couple a couple years before all this starts happening when she has her seizures she is visited by a family member and that family member is a witch hunter and through her seizures he guides her on how to get rid of the seizures but like with human sacrifice it's real weird so they take advantage of the fact that he's killing like he's killing these cadets to steal like their hearts so it's it's good the book fucking twists and turns twists and turns and then more of that for a lot of other things because i mean you like i've said i am way too good at predicting shit yeah like i thought when we got to the end with like the girl that has seizures i i legit thought that was the end and then it kept going i looked at my phone and realized i still had an hour and a half left of my audiobook and i was like what the fuck do we have left to talk about because it's it's told it's told from a reflection standpoint like it's it's like a memoir type feel like that's how it's read to you is like narration of so and so like chapter whatever and it's like it's yeah it's told as like a reflection which is a was interesting and then to kind of get a story of because to me edgar we don't know a lot about edgar Allan poe so to kind of have even if it is fiction to kind of have a cool interesting tale of kind of how he becomes this dark poet and everything for us in literature like that that was cool to like even if it is complete bs like <laughs> like it was good um and then we watched the hatchet wielding hitchhiker on netflix i feel like i've seen some stuff about that that one it's a movie it's not a show two they don't even talk about the the guy's trial at all so i don't know if it's something that like they couldn't talk about but basically this guy kai he's well his name is caleb caleb kai something and he's homeless and he's you know wandering 
and he comes upon this woman who's getting attacked in a car and he hits the person who's attacking her in the head with a fucking hatchet like the blunt end a couple of times and then the sharp part and they should one if you're squeamish don't watch it um because they show the wounds and he becomes like an overnight media sensation which i don't remember um and obviously because he's homeless he's transient and he murders a man and that's basically it and you find out that he he's kind of lied a lot about his childhood um but i feel like there's a lot of stuff missing i felt like there's a lot of stuff missing because there's no like talk of the trial or anything because normally when you watch some form of true crime there's talks of the trial and how the trial goes and all that stuff and talking to jury members and stuff and there was none of that so i was i was a little confused with that yeah well like yeah i've noticed that too and that's you know i kind of get into listening to uh time suck which yeah the they kind of talk about a little bit about that or a little bit about some of the trials and stuff when they talk about some true crime topics on there yeah it i don't know i mean it was good but that's yeah it was a little weird yeah. Yeah. I haven't really watched anything. Uh, nothing worth talking about. <laughs> I'm tied up with well, I've been tied up with work, and then uh, you know everything else. We're back to you know over our slight respite, and back to six days a week. Ooh. Uh, I mean, I did see a really, really bad movie recently that i do not recommend <laughs> to anyone uh it's like a 1983 sci-fi horror movie called extra which was english and let me tell you i love bad movies but it was really bad <laughs> but yeah so other than that i've you know reading working doing some research on our next regular episode um being annoyed by this new stupid meme i'm i'm gonna go on a rant i I don't know if you saw my thing on this so i'm gonna go on a rant oh about the cop right now there's a meme out yes about this female cop who was in an open marriage yes and slept with five of her other officers okay She's been getting all sorts of shit from the meat from you know people because she did this. So here's the thing, and and part of the part of the other officers were married. Here's the thing. Okay. No one's talking shit about any other officers. They're talking about her because she's a female and she's getting yep. slut shame. Yep. For yep. one. Yep. And any of our long term listeners know we don't tolerate that shit here. Yeah. No. Like, we, we are very sex positive. And you know what? It's her fucking life. Even if they didn't have an open relationship, that's between her and her significant other. Yeah, that's between um, them. Yeah, two. And it, here's where my issues get into it, too. 
Well, so, well, I'll get into that in a second. So, but two, um, there's a lot of freaking workplaces out there. I mean, food industries is really bad. Grocery stores are really bad, mm-hmm. where people sleep with multiple other coworkers. Yep, it happens a lot. It's very rare that you don't see it happen. Yep. So it's, you know, I get it. Not something you want to think about, but come on. My biggest issues here is that one, obviously I have issues with all the people out there that are slut shaming her. Yeah. And I think it's all of our long-term listeners know how I feel about law enforcement, but (laughs) here's the thing. One, a lot of these people were on the clock. Or a lot of or several times this was on the clock, which is a no-no. Don't 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 be fucking on my tax dollar. Yeah, so do that. Like, do that fuck, on your own time, please. Fuck whoever you want consensually. Yeah, if it is consensual and you are both of legal age, then yeah. have at it. But not. But not on the clock. Don't be fucking on my tax dollars. I don't want to pay for that. If you, <laughs> like, get, if you want to get paid to have sex and have sex at the same time, become a sex worker. Only fans. Yep. And you know what? If you've got an issue with that and you have an issue with workers, then I don't know what to tell you because, you know, the part of the reason why it's such a risky job is because it's illegal and yep. people are marginalized because of the bullshit. Yep, and this is gonna be like the first of a couple of rats. Can't, uh, Kelsey's gonna hear me go on because <laughs> when I uh, talk about our the thing, because we're doing like we record this and our main episode the same day, and so yep. she'll get to hear me go on a rant about that on that as well, which <laughs> you know, we, we'll deal with that later. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure I think you've heard that rant before, but we'll like I said, we'll talk about that later. The other thing <laughs> is that. And this is my biggest issue. You know, yeah. the tax dollars is somewhat joking, but somewhat not. My biggest issue is the fact that three of these five coworkers were her superior officers. That's not cool. That's that's so not. we're talking about power dynamic issues here. Yeah. This is the same thing that, you know, if you had a student sleeping with a teacher, even yeah. if it's not their teacher, or like say a Say a college student sleeping with a professor. Was, Even though it's not a professor, that. there is still a power dynamic there. You should not be doing that. You should not have any sort of relations with your subordinates like that. Yeah, no. If you have it going on before the like advancement in career, then that's another conversation and yeah, there's ways totally to address right. that. But you should not be having relationship like that with your subordinate. It is a huge fucking issue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that. And then also all this bullshit with the OGL. Hmm? Any of the nerds that like are play any sort of RPG here, and I'm sure several nerds that listen that do not know what I'm talking about with the OGL. So there was a leak from Wizards of the Coast. Okay. About the open licensing agreement and how they were gonna change it. So Okay. Uh D for the okay. longest time has had an open licensing agreement to any creators that they could take it and publish stuff as long as it's not like lucidious or offensive material okay. to supplement for D&D. 
Okay. They would just have to note, basically, without all the legal mumbo jumbo, they would just have to note all of the or the fact that this is the source material. This is what we're referencing. You know, yeah. this is legally owned by this, this, this. But Wizards of the Coast yeah. is trying to change that and monetize every single aspect of D and D. And you know, I think it's Hasbro that's that owns it is trying to monetize that to the point where you know they're trying to make it to where any creators of anything has yeah. to be officially licensed and they have to get a large percentage of the proceeds from any of these creators they are not legally allowed to put out any original material uh they're not even allowed to use similar systems which means that any other system out there that's even similar to D, they would have to take it go to court over um yeah no it is a huge huge thing there are lawyers multiple lawyers that have like spoken on this and like they're they're uh, wizards is t- tr- also trying to get like back money from companies that have had stuff previously and they want them to register everything that they've ever made and yeah, and it's pissed a lot of people off to the point where a lot of people are talking about completely dropping D and D altogether, or you know, going to other games. Yeah, there are multiple companies that are you know independent creators that are pushing back and have legal backing. And it's it's fucking nuts. That's not cool. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. The, yeah, cool. the American Bar Association. Yeah. Which for any of our uh, listeners outside the United States, that is the organization that's uh, run by the government that basically puts the exam forth on laws yep. for different types of lawyers, uh, to a specialty of different types of lawyers, uh, that you have to have an approval and have to pass the bar exam to become a lawyer. Yep. So these are basically the people that say you can and cannot have a say so in legal matters. Yep. From from that standpoint. Uh yep. they're even put they've even pushed back on it. Like they, they, they called out the fact that it was complete and utter bullshit and that Wizards doesn't have a leg to stand on. They also said that uh as far as you know, any sort of tabletop RPGs goes, their go to is Call of Cthulhu because, you know, they're fucking ridiculous nerds, apparently. Um, but that's not the point. <laughs> Which is funny, because I have a lawyer friend who is a huge fan of Call of Cthulhu. And he's the one that sent that to me about like their statement and everything. And they actually say this in the statement. And I'm like, yep. Makes sense. Yep. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, I think I'm... Uh... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I kind of dominated this episode with all the ranting and shit. No, uh, you're 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 fine. You're just, fine. I'm over people right now. I'm over <laughs> corporations. I'm over shitty people, slut semi people. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. <laughs> That's what I've got. Uh <sighs> yeah. Yep. Yep. So I guess that's the end of this. Uh, if you want to learn about some cool books or weird yeah. books, I guess, um, we're going to be covering a couple of those and a total of four that are a little down from over 30. 
yep. in our weekly episode. And then I'll yeah. kind of have some honorable mentions as well and some antidotes that, you know, I kind of got from uh, people while I was talking about some of the books or rather one individual who I said I was going to cite as an expert, but we'll get into that when we do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it'll be a funny shits and giggles type thing. Gotcha. Okay. And then I'll have to uh, pull up some of the images so you can post them on our uh, social Instagram and Facebooks and tweeters. <laughs> and I don't know how to work else. Twitter. I have yet to figure out how that works. I don't so, know. I don't know either. So anyway, you're the social media one. Here. I am. I'm the social media queen. Hashtag queen. So. But- yeah. Until next time, if you you know enjoyed this or not, rate, review us, follow us. Yeah, rate, view, subscribe. Watch Please tell thing. a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. <laughs> Until then, I'm Johnny. And I'm Kelsey. Bye. Bye.